Welcome to this edition of the Left Behind Game Club. This week we play through Papers, Please. And after listening to Mo describe how he treated his family in the game, I'm just really scared for his future family. Oh, you aren't going to spend money on shortcuts. Oh my gosh, no, listen. <laughs> you're letting your family starve 100%. in the cold without medicine. <laughs> I didn't know that. Why would you spend an upgrade dollars <laughs> it, on your booth at it's work? It's so funny because I didn't even know like that. Like I needed to feed my family. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with your Tamagotchi back in the day? That's what I want to know. You're listening to the Left Behind Game Club. <laughs> Welcome to the Left Behind Game Club, our never-ending attempt to make sure that no game is left behind. I'm your host, Jacob McCourt, and I'm here with two friends. Friend number one is Michael Ruffalo. Let's talk about good games. And friend number two is Mo Mertotti. Good games. Let's play them. Good games. You know what is a good game? Papers, please. Papers, please. Papers, please. It was a good game. Let's talk about it. Yeah, so our community picked this one. It's made by Lucas Pope. He used to work at uh, Naughty Dog. He's worked at other places. He has a few games out, this one included. His new game coming out soon mm-hmm. is completely different than this, called Return to the Obra Dinn, mm-hmm. which is like an old school one and a half bit Mac like mm-hmm. adventure game with a similar aesthetic, right? N- no, no, like completely di- like oh. it's, I think it's in unity 3d and really? this game is on something like entirely different. Interesting. Is it built for Mac or was it using Unity? No, it's used. Remember those old graphics that are like all one shade of gray from back in the day, like ASCII art, similar. Yeah, uh, well, not quite like ASCII that. characters, but y- yeah, kind of like that. Yeah, you should look at flat, it. Right? Yes, it does. You should look at the game. It looks great. But we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about Papers, Please, gentlemen. What is your experience with the game? So I played Papers, Please. I don't know, a couple years ago. I played it for an hour or so. Dropped off because the game was kind of depressing. It uh, didn't make me feel good, so I stopped playing and went on to something else. Mo, what is your experience with Papers, Please? Okay, so indie games in general, I'd never play them because I have this common general assumption that they're all going to be trash because they're indie games. Because they don't have guns. But, well, that's a big, big part of it. But at the same time, like they're always like not visually appealing. So when you guys recommended this, honestly, first impression, I don't want to play this game. Okay. I'm not, I don't want to waste my time. Like This looks like a stupid little text story of some kind. Didn't know anything about it. Um, within... This is actually funny. Within the first intro sequence, when the name of the game is loading, the bomb, 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 I love that. Bomb. I was coming in fresh, didn't know anything about it. At that moment, I'm like, yo, okay. Okay, you got me for the next little <laughs> click or two. You know, we'll see what's going Isn't on. Isn't that intro so good? Yeah. It's yes. a slow march as if it's like a totalitarian, totalitarian government, like... Uh, army yeah. marching forward. Yeah, so to paint a picture is kind of like your the game is all blacked out, and then all of a sudden, like the title, papers, please, the name, and like with the logo and the color, kind of marches into the screen. I think it's from the top to the bottom or the bottom to the top. It doesn't matter, and it's going, coming in as a sequence of like a march. So it's like bomb, 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 and it's just continuous and so satisfying. Yeah, uh, I so far at that very point I was like alright this is something I can definitely take a look at that's, yeah that's my initial and I think I played it for like for some reason this is sticking like 117 minutes a few years ago and then I just fell off I just I had other things to play and I was like oh, okay I got enough of this um, I played this one for 7 hours the next time I'm curious to know how long did you guys play the game so I played one playthrough and it was about 2 hours okay 
Mo, how, how many endings did you get? I got one ending. Yeah, one ending. Okay. Mo. I got one and like a third because I, I'll actually talk about why I'm only at the one third part. Okay. Um, but yeah, I, I can actually, you want to just jump into it? Jacob, where, or, how yeah. many did you have? Uh, I got five endings. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> I think I played this game a little more than you guys did. You so just like a little bit. Uh, so you know the structure of the game? It's 31 days. Did you right. guys know that there's a total of 31 days you no, can access? I did have to look it up to see how far I was progressing through um, because I wanted to see like, okay, am, am I, am, let's say I'm on day nine. How far is this in terms of the game? And when I saw it was 31 days, I was like, oh, okay, cool. I can do this. No problem. And then things happened. But okay. As you were saying, 31 days. 31 days. And do you want to maybe explain what the game looks like? For anyone that hasn't played it? Yeah, so the game is broken up into thirds. So there, or into three different panels, sort of like a comic book. There's the upper panel that stretches across the whole screen. And that is uh, like, a, it's, it's, it's a shot from a distance of the line and the border crossing. And each morning you see your character, a little silhouette of them, walk up to the booth, get inside. And there's a speaker on top that you click on and it says next. And then someone walks up to your booth and each morning you're uh, in the other two panels. One is your booth itself where you get to see a view of the person who's walked up to it and a desk where they drop all the documents in for you. In the other panel is a close up view of the area that you get to inspect documents. It's got a yes and no stamp and accepted or declined. And it has a place that you can view the rule book to see all the laws, all the different things that have come into effect that you need to keep in mind when you're determining whether you can accept someone into the country or not and uh, different inspection elements. Mm -hmm. So you can see if the information that they've provided you matches up with the character in front of you. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty much how it's split up. Yeah. It's like a 2d, you're a border crossing guard and you get people in, they come in one at a time. That's your kind of view. You look at their documents depending on how far in the game, and it progresses in difficulty. So the first little bit, you just have to make sure it's only this type of citizen. So if they have, if they're from this like region, they get approved. If they're not, you stamp and say, "Nope, get out of there." I think it ramps up really well. Yeah, it builds up and adds different things. Like uh, the next thing, the next one was like they have to have like a valid ticket. So they have mm-hmm. to show you your passport. And now foreigners can come in, but they have to have a ticket that's valid for your day, the day that you've come to the booth. So you just check different things, and based off parameters, you can let them come in or let them leave. And it sounds like a very simple thing. And if I was explaining this to myself a couple months ago, I'd be like, "Okay, I'm not interested. I don't. <laughs> I don't care. Like, I'm just. I'm just a border crossing. I'm looking at papers and like clearing people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not worth my time again. But then, I don't know the way they do it. It's it's addictive. Happens. Yeah, I want to touch on one thing though. So. If I was listening to this and I haven't played the game, we kept talking about how many times did you play through the game, play through the game. I'm not a guy that plays games over. Again, Same here. At all. Just I, mm. d- I can't do it. I don't know. I don't think there's been any game besides like sports games or anything that I mm-hmm. replay. This one, like the way it's set up, because like there's different situations that could happen, different things that you can do as you progress with border crossings. There's those 20 endings that we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like at the, once you finish one playthrough, whatever it is, you want to do that. And it almost sounds weird. If I was telling myself this again, like you want to play, I'd be like, yeah, you're full of crap. Like, you <laughs> but don't here's, want to. Here's the thing though. It's a game that almost encourages save scrumming because you can go right Fair. back a day. Like right. if, I, if I had to restart, that's what I, the first ending I got was like ending. I wrote down the numbers of endings I got. I got <laughs> ending three and four. I so got f- ending four. That was my you didn't even through. play the game. 
Well, there's so much game that you just missed. I, I, okay. So let me let me just break this down a little bit. My favorite game of all time is Bioshock. Okay, I've played that game once because I appreciate the experience that I've had with it so much. That I don't go, don't want to go back and tamper with my memories of that mm-hmm. space or the things that happened within it. Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the experience that I had with this game. I really liked it, and I. I almost don't want to go back and find that like if I play to day 15 or day 20 or day 25 or 30 that it just doesn't hold up. I really enjoyed my experience with it not to like skip to the end but and that's kind of why I, I stopped where I did. Mm-hmm. My mind's different. Like, how, wait, how, what day did you get to your first playthrough? That's like eight roughly? or nine, is it not? I think it's day 13. Okay. Okay, mine's completely different. So I only made it to day four, my first playthrough. Wow. Yeah, because I was kind of like not really aware of like what I was doing, I guess. Like, You're just letting everyone into the country, not inspecting I, I the documents? Yes, yeah, so that's funny. So if you do miss something, let's say, for example, like the one of the, I think the third day or something, you have to like check if their issuing city is right or they throw away some curveballs. Right. Like it'll be a male, but it'll say female. So if you miss one little thing, you get like one citation that pops up afterwards. It's the most nerve-wracking thing. You let the guy get through and there's like a three-second wait to see if you got a citation. And the typewriter right. sound comes yeah. through. And still yeah. <laughs> You've got this Pavlovian reaction of just like cringing every time you hear that. Yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what it was. I had like a streak of... It was the when you were able to bring people in and they can have an ID card or they can have a ticket, but it had to be like a long-form ticket to say how long they're going to be in the country. A permit, right? Yeah, that permit. So like at that point, I just, for some reason, I just had like three things in a row where I missed it. And then I didn't really understand, like once you finish a day, you have, there's like food and like you have to pay for rent and things like that. Cause you get a salary and you have to pay for amenities for your family. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really pay attention to those. So some of the times I just unchecked them. Like I'm not spending money on food. Like I don't need food. <laughs> Who cares if they're hungry? And that's what happens. And I'll, I'll Who cares you. if you're hungry? <laughs> Literally. So that leads me to like why I've got my ending. So. The ending I got, I, re- I quickly read it. Because once again, I didn't know the game was going to be over. So I- I'm a sucker for just clicking through. Like, and not reading all the way through. <laughs> you don't like to read when died. you play games. Your family died. That's pretty much <laughs> what happened. Everyone died of sickness <laughs> and hunger. E- everyone knows they're freezing because they're cold. <laughs> I didn't pay for heat. <laughs> they're hungry because I didn't pay for food. I love it. The accountant yeah. in Mo came out. He's like, well, our ex- our, we need to live based on the income that yeah. we have coming and then, in. And yep. then my citations, they like they, they charge you fees for that. It's, it's like $15 a way. You make like $20 oh, a day. No, you're just letting everyone... Everyone in. Yeah. No, yeah. They're just like, do you have papers? Guess what, <laughs> hey, man? Go you in, presented please. a document in front of me that is made with crayons. Yes, accepted. Yeah, no, so I let everyone that happens. in. happens. It does happen. Did it? I love it. I love it so much. My favorite was, there, not to tee off a little bit, but the, that one guy that comes in, he makes a fake passport. And he's yeah. like, is this good? Georgie Costava. <laughs> Georgie is Georgie the best. Georgie is the he was, best. He was, he was charming. He's this one guy that comes in first, and he's like, I have no papers. Glory to the country's name. <laughs> Glory to Arstroska. Yeah, and you're like, Arstroska. yo. Yeah, and then you're like, yo, bro, you, you can't can't do this and he's like okay i make passport i come back <laughs> he comes back the next day with like a crayon passport and like it's he's like, like is this good and you're like nah man he's like okay you don't like passport i come back again <laughs> i but, love how his accent changed in those two yo, times. yo he's a chameleon but here's the worst part you guys didn't experience the glory that is georgie all the way through i believe it and do you know that he saves you in oh, the end of the game no are you Spoilers. This, this Are is, we spoiling things? Here? Yeah, so by no. the way, okay. we're going to spoil this cast, whole game. Cast. Damn, I wanted to play it like 14 more times. Did you actually? I, I actually, might play it through more, I'm, but I'm totally down for you to spoil it because yeah. okay. for me, it's the journey. And this is like so weird. Like I, li- Yeah, like I said, I'm going to play this game a couple times more just because I want to see all the endings, which is weird because what? 
This is not me. So I don't know what happens when you let Georgie through. Like if you're just like, no, it's cool, bro. You don't need paperwork. Once. And what happened? Uh, I got written up with a citation. <laughs> but did he come back? I don't know because the game ended. <laughs> so what happens is you reject him a few other times uh-huh. and then he gets a fake passport and then you tell him to go away and he gets a really good fake that like fools you. Right. That's so you happened. let him in. And then you know how there's a scale in the game? Yes. How like people's weights start appearing on documents? Man, I'm so lucky that I caught that the very first time it happened. I didn't even, I was not looking forward or I was not looking for whether the weights matched up or not. And then I just noticed like, hey, that's a couple kilos off. Anyways, sorry. Yeah, and sometimes saying. people are just fat and then other times <laughs> they're carrying drugs or weapons. I've never oh, run into a situation where someone whose weights didn't match up. Yeah. Didn't. That's cool. I had, carrying something. I haven't even got to there, but I want to play. So what happens that. is when someone's weight is off, you, you've seen them, they get like the airport like x-ray done. Right. And like you, there's a nudity button, but like you see, yep. yep. The whole thing. Yep. Uh, and usually there's stuff strapped to their leg or their back. Yeah. Georgie cool. starts bringing in drugs to the country No, because oh, he's no. starting his own business. He's like, I can cut you in. Georgie Kostava. Yeah. He's just like, look, I got these Drug drugs. Dealer extraordinaire. Making all this money. Uh, and by the end of the game, glory to our Stroska. glory to Georgie, Georgie. Georgie. So Georgie saved my family. I'm going to spoil the end of the game for you. So, in the end of the game, um, one of the bosses that keeps coming to your booth, he says, you're going to get audited on, uh, I think it's Christmas Eve. Okay. So what kind of audit? It's like an audit, like anything you did wrong, we're going to come and throw you in jail. Uh, No. So spoilers, you get thrown in jail regardless because of all your citations. So even if you, even if you don't make the mistake that I did and take that fat wad of money, you still go to jail in the end. You still go to jail in the end. You, you can't escape that. I don't think you can. You sorry. It, you you can if you perfect the game. Oh, that's impossible. It's not. There's a run online of some guy yeah, okay, perfecting. But like, and we're that, humans here. And actually, it's not technically perfect because per like the parameters of the game, you still have to get one citation to get perfect. And I think it's actually related to Georgie. Ah, uh, um, so you have to let him in that one. You time have to let him in one time or smuggling. something. I could be wrong, but the way Georgie saves you is you need to start getting passports from a different country because they take your passports. In the end, the government's like anyone from this country start taking their passports. Doesn't matter if they're in, if it's legit, just start taking confiscate them. Confiscate it. They confiscate your family's passports. No. So you're about to get this audit. Your family gets passport and Georgie comes by and he's like, hey, if you need to get out of the country, um, collect these types of passports. And I got a guy that for this amount of money can get you and your family out of the country. Do you start making more money or no? Uh, No, you you don't start making more money. So what happened with me is Georgie on the last one of the last days, he's like, yo, you've been great. Here's forty dollars. And that's what it took to get more of my family members no. out of the country. So Georgie not only provided me the Georgie way out of the country, the Georgie, it's crazy, was what saved me. So Georgie hashtag save Georgie, hashtag save or what was the hashtag? I wrote a hashtag because that's the kind of guy I am. Oh, I don't remember, but it was like Georgie's Man, the best. Regardless. Georgie was so funny. Regardless, it's crazy. So like, yeah, you definitely like spoiled the ending, but. Mm-hmm. You still have to play the game to like because you didn't really spoil anything. Just the main storyline—that's one of the storylines. Yeah, so it's, there's so many good mini storylines in it, and it brings me back to Gone Home, and that there's like a lot of different narratives <laughs> that you know you you get to experience that maybe aren't the most important thing, but 
definitely add flavor to the world. Moe's face is great right now. Moe just wishes that he home. could have that weapon mod for Gone Man, th- this is an actual game. There's interaction. <laughs> Get out of here, Moe. Get out of here. Okay, back back to it. I have questions. So Whoa, question. the husband and wife combo. Okay. What did you guys do? So the one that's the guard? So first the husband comes through and he says, hey, I'm immigrating. And he's got all of the documents. And he comes through perfect no problem and then his wife steps up and she is missing a document and she says and you point out that hey you're missing one of the documents and she says please i'm here to like i think to see my child and to join my husband and then you're posed with the moral quandary what do you do beat it yeah i also said get lost too moa citation dude those things that i'm not trying to get that it made me realize and maybe I'm like reading into this way too much, but it made me realize that like in those situations, it's so easy to just not see people as people and to just go exactly by the rule book, especially when you're living so close to that poverty line. And I feel like, especially in the climate that we're currently living in, in the real world um, right now, the way I felt playing as a border guard was Really interesting. The psychology that I got into of like, I started the game and I'm just like, oh, I'm going to let these good people through. But Mm -hmm. then I'm like, no, actually all that matters in this game is my family and keeping my job so they can stay alive. So guess what? I'm going to do what this total totalitarian government wants me to do. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, And for me, I want to save every dollar. So (laughs) that was my motivation. And the other thing was just the mechanics of the game. You get to buy these booth upgrades that make it just a little bit faster to do every little step. And you end up getting in this flow state where all you do is figure out how you can process these documents as fast as you can. And you stop thinking about the story that these people are telling you, the life situations that they're probably under, mm-hmm. like the whistleblower that comes through or the champion athlete mm-hmm. who does, who's missing one of their papers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I gave you, you this flag. Yeah. And you don't think about any of that. Didn't all you do didn't even get this. is Beat figure it. out how quickly you can get through all of these documents and um, one of you know that to me was very striking because you just learn to dehumanize people and I mean you know being raised in in a border city you guys have been across borders you know hundreds of times at least Mm -hmm. Um, and so you know everyone has their stories about dealing with border guards Mm -hmm. but uh, this kind of gave me a little bit more understanding for for what it's like on that end Um, but yeah what what an insane thing. Okay. The fl- I just want to make a comment about the flow state. I gave a lot of thought to cuz one of them is tab to that that's to bring over your stamps. Space is to inspect or there's like a yep. double click. I thought that tab was like that is kind of what it feels like. There's shortcuts? Oh. Yeah, there's shortcuts. Yeah, there that you shortcuts. Can- okay, so look listen listen <laughs> to this. The, the reason- oh, you aren't going to spend money on shortcuts. Oh my god. No, listen. <laughs> You're letting your family starve 100%. in the cold without medicine. <laughs> I didn't know that. Why would you spend an upgrade dollars <laughs> it, on your booth at it's work? It's so funny because I didn't even know like that. Like I needed to feed my family. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do with your Tamagotchi back in the day? That's what I want to know. Uh, I don't know. Did you I just let him poop and eat everything? <laughs> at the end of it. each day, Mo gets the recap of how much he's spent and how much money he's getting in. And there's this thing on the side with big red buttons that said, this person's cold <laughs> or this person's sick and this person's hungry. And the only thing Mo can see is the balance sheet. In front I, of I was literally looking at it. I'm like, man, yo, you go get a sweater. <laughs> you 
Go take a bite of some grass. You didn't even notice that someone was <laughs> and dying. The, and the other guy, yo, start, start jogging on the spot. You'll warm up real quick. <laughs> yo, uncle. Better learn how to run no, and so warm yourself funny. up. The, so the first time I played it, I was making, I was thinking I was processing maybe like four or five people at a time, obviously because you're slower. And then like when I died the fourth day because of all that other stuff, I'm mm-hmm. like, well, I didn't play the game. I got to go back. And then I think I doubled my You died on the fourth day? <laughs> Pretty sure it's fourth or fifth. Whoa, Mo! I, yeah, I, you just let everyone in. No, yeah, no. I think I got like four citations in total, but it was the fact that like everyone was getting cold and like they're in, they weren't eating. That oh, like, so ended your family. Really you died. could die pretty quickly because the, there's the ESEC subplot as well, like the yes. terrorists, the terrorists that are coming in. Would you call them terrorists? Yeah. So the, their whole plan is to create a revolution in the country. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I might have done that. That might have been. Do you know those guys that it was like the ESIC, the guy with the mask who's all like, look at my note because I can't talk. Didn't get to him, I think. You didn't get to that? No. You might have because you get your first interaction with them pretty quick. So like the, day no, two. The, the first thing I saw Did was you get the, the note from that says Corman Drex on it. I don't think so. So here's the far, okay. the most the most like craziness that happened was when the one guy jumps the fence and like you're in and he throws like the bomb at the other mm-hmm. guard explodes and then all of a sudden like oh we need to bring more security and that's when they start increasing things besides that uh, did you get a gun no there are guns Whoa, in this game you can get guns there are guns in this game so I'm definitely replaying this non-lethal and lethal why do you hold up hold up hold up <laughs> what do you do with guns shoot so at one point they're like you need more protection so they're like here's this key and it's a key to a non-lethal gun that's crazy so when someone jumps the fence you can shoot them and you get a bonus for shooting them how do you do that them. though a, you cursor, just on a cursor comes up and you click on them to kill them. Oh, man. Yeah, and you get 25 bonus credits if you're the one that kills oh, them. Oh, pop, pop, pop. Yeah. Good shot. Let's go. <laughs> and then the crazy thing that happens is I believe it's spoilers for everything. I think Isik is the one that actually gives you the key for the lethal gun because the whole time there's two drawers, right? Wait, guys, are you saying Isik or Isaac? Easy I can. Easy I Easy I see. Okay, easy thank, I thank see. goodness. That's it. Thank goodness. Okay. So, not the global I thought you were organization saying, yeah. for students. Yeah, I thought, no, I thought you were saying like, uh, no, like the name Isaac, I-S-A-A-C or whatever. Oh, right, like he's right. just a dude named Isaac. Yeah, just I, I thought you were just like, mispronouncing it. I'm like, starry eye that comes through. Hi, my name's Isaac. Here's my passport made with crayon. Yeah. I like to write notes. Yeah. Here's this crypto key. Man, okay. The, you didn't get there, Mo, but Jake, you definitely saw it. I thought it was one of the coolest, most fun things that they, that they did. Uh, was they give you two pieces of paper mm-hmm. one that is it just looks like a, a hex string just a yep. bunch of numbers and characters and then they give you a second piece that mm-hmm. lines up and you need to line up certain holes with the certain um like pieces of color yep. and it shows you a name mm-hmm. um, and that's the agent that you have to let through per their passport that was so cool super wild i thought that was so fun and you know what i didn't realize it until i was just playing with it because i what I did is I actually gave... So one of the endings is your inspector comes by and he's like, "You have you seen any of these people? And I was like, yeah, I have. Here's their decoder. And you get thrown in jail for that. Really? Like, you're being a good guy. You're trying to be a good guy, Gary. And you're like, hey, I'm, I'm trying to be a, a good guy. And that's when it changed for me. It was like, I'm trying Damn. to do the right thing by giving you this, this, this terrorist organization's notes so right. you can go get them. And I just got thrown in jail. Game over. Okay, the exact same thing happened they came over and said, have you seen any of these people? And I, I'm pretty sure my character says yes, but I didn't hand them anything. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, cool. And just walked away. Didn't yeah. do anything to me. Mm-hmm. But if you hand him that, then you game over. But I was That's just crazy. playing with it because I saved scrummed and I went back 
to just say no i didn't right. see them and i was just playing with it and i'm like oh that's a name because it was i think it was stephanie was maybe the first name uh i think it probably changes i think in my game procedurally generated mikhail mm, maybe mine was mikhail maybe i just thought of stephanie for some reason okay i think the last name started with an s okay thank Saratov you for that to or me. something yeah um mo did you get what what day did you get to the furthest? I, if I can open up my Steam, I'll actually like probably be able to pop it up in a bit. <laughs> um, I, I'm almost certain it was like day five was the farthest. Okay, he's just gonna yeah. open it and be. And you guys said I didn't dun, play this game. Yeah. That's why. Dun, dun, dun. Yo, that that that's so satisfying. It like, is that, that sound and I don't know if you even the sound it. design is great in this game. Yeah, mm-hmm. the actual like the the name. Oh, sorry, the words that are said like when you call someone new up and it's like eBay da da. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? It's definitely speaker? a similish, like a fake language that's that's oh, used. It's, mm-hmm. it's but so like good. you can kind of decode what what it means. Like each time you, the guard says next, it's the exact same like sound clip. Oh, so you can sort of decode in your head like what are, what is the word that's being said? Um, I thought the Isaac subplot or plot was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know why this happened. I assumed it was because I helped the Isaac guys. But someone dropped like a thousand dollars into my bank account, mm-hmm. and then you get to decide whether to take it or not. Mo, you didn't get there. No, Jake, what did you do? The first time, I just took it because yeah. I'm like, I need to save my family. No joke. Yeah, my son just died, <laughs> so I was like, Yeah, of course I'm taking this money. Mm-hmm. I'm saving uncle and my wife. Mm-hmm. But you know what happens, obviously, right? Yeah, then you, you, you take jail. the you took the money. I did. Yeah. What kind of lunatic's not going to take a thousand dollars? And they take the money from you, and then you're like, oh, they just took my money, whatever. And then you game over two days later, exactly. right? Exactly. And the, the thing that like killed me was that the excuse that they give you is that your neighbors noticed your lavish spending, and it was like, bro. You did not see what I was spending money on. Yeah, I, most of my family members were still sick, cold, and starving. In the, in the, <laughs> you know, the, I was not upgrading my apartment. They give you the option, like, do you want to get a better apartment for like it's like ten dollars more a month? I was like, are you kidding? Why would I get a better apartment? I can barely. You afford have to, to spend a hundred dollars to get it. Exactly. Right? Yeah, and it's like, why would I do this? This makes absolutely no sense. Although I'm, I'm positive that there are a bunch of millennials out there that are just like yes nice new fancy apartment i can make my avocado toast well in this new apartment (laughs) but but no joke like there's no good reason to take this apartment as far as i can tell but then those jealous neighbors are like oh you've been spending money and i'm like dude i'm there's like so much that i'm not buying that i could be buying right now i'm not buying upgrades for my booth like there was an upgrade that I could have bought when I had all this money in the bank and I did not touch it because I was like, it would look really suspicious if I start, started buying everything. And then they come and get me later for that exact yeah. same thing. So dumb. Anyways, back to it. <laughs> no. So I pulled up my steam. So this kind of gives you a little bit of a window of why I got, I lost right away. The first day I made 25 credits. <laughs> okay. The next day I made zero. The day after that, I made zero. What? Mo, what are you doing with your life? <laughs> yeah. Because I, I kept getting, I think, citation the first time. <laughs> I kept getting citations and missing things. What were your citations for? What What are the areas that you let was, people through that you weren't paying like, attention? There, it was just a bunch of small stuff. Maybe I was playing like Hearthstone and I was playing the game. <laughs> that, might, that might have been it. But that's why the second time, like playing that sick ramp through. So it shows like it shows like the progression of my second playthrough. I was on day five. The first day I made thirty, then twenty, then forty five. So like significantly way more like than my first playthrough. That's why I'm on it. And I'm going to keep playing until I die, and I think I'm going to be playing it right. Because so I have a, I have a question. Do you still get paid for people you turn away? 
I don't know. Because I think you just get paid for the amount of people that you process. Unt- yes, you do. But your citations, and Mo knows this, yep. they end up getting so bad that if you get to the third, I think you get two or three without penalty. Is it but two no, or three? You don't get a citation if you turn away someone who should be allowed in. Yeah, you do. Do you? Yeah, you do. Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. I did that's it. never happened to me. Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. I, I, I just like, no, you're not coming in. And then, <laughs> well, here's like, something funny. Well, I remember one of my citations clearly. It was, the person came in and um, it was, what was it? The person was a, yeah. So the person, <laughs> this is funny. He's most having a conversation with uh, right no, So this is good. So the, the guy, this is actually, like how are those other personalities treating you? Michael, well? Michael, when did this game come out? 2013, I think. Okay. This is very relevant. Cause this is a very like current thing that maybe 2013, <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't have this issue before, not issue, but just in general. Anyways, this person comes in, it's a dude and it said female. So you know how you get to in- investigate and say yep. hey, like, Hey, like these, this is a discrepancy. Yep. And then the guy goes, I had surgery. So I'm like, okay, come on in. And then I get a citation saying he was a male. I'm like, I don't, I'm not, I'm not gonna. No joke. I had a similar situation where I inspected someone who did not look female or sorry, who looked female, but passport said male. And then the body looked a little bit lumpy I didn't even and I had never seen a male body at that point yet in the game. So as far as everyone's concerned in the game, there, there are only two body shapes. There is a female body and a male body shape and they are exact. Like they're, mm. did you do the x-ray oh, or something? There are like, yeah, yeah. The mine, mine was even an x-ray. Mine was just literally interrogation. And the guy was like, yeah, I got surgery. I'm like, okay, fair enough. Come on in. And then okay. they said, no, Jake. So I think that there are like more than two. So I would say there's probably like four body types okay. per sex. Okay. So like there's the skinny one, there's the average one, there's the large one, and there's the extremely large one. Okay. In my playthrough, I had only seen the one. Mm. And so when I saw the male body, I was like, I mean, that could be a female body. Like I in Wait, in Michael, the, in the X-ray, they don't show you the genitals. I was about to least. say, Michael, do you know what a boy and a girl <laughs> <laughs> look? Like? They actually do show you the genitals on the X-ray. Okay, I saw. Is your there's actually a setting? I might have. And had I know a way too much about this, but there's a setting in your options to say either allow nudity or not allow nudity. I thought I allowed it, but I guess not. So they're like that's not. Where, they're not not. They're just like a. a fifth graders drawing of what a genital of what genitals would look like right anyways long way of me saying this i couldn't tell i thought like yeah maybe that's a female body and so i let them through and i was wrong and i got written up for it i was okay maybe you'll disagree with me mo but i thought they were very forgiving with the amount of citations before they like start penalizing you no they weren't forgiving (laughs) (laughs) because i think i only had like max one day like three um because I was pretty good at like looking over the documents until I realized I wasn't getting through enough people. Mm. Um, and then I realized just get through as many people as you can. Just keep, just keep trucking through. Yeah. Just keep going. Just keep swimming. Cause, Cause to me, swimming. a good day was like 12, 12. I think 12 is the most I ever got through. Mm-hmm. Because if you do any more, like you're sacrificing the quality of your inspection. Right. But like, I found that I would get the three citations that are for free. So like you can, at first, you can be a little quicker and just like do the five main things that they are. So like issuing city. Um, I never dates. looked at issuing city. I always no? did. I, I always, always got up. that wrong. But thankfully, there were not many issuing city yeah. discrepancies. But I always mm. checked them. Always. Because what they do to you eventually is they start like putting issuing cities from a different country yeah. on the passport. Right. So you're like, oh, that looks familiar. And it's actually wrong. Another one they do is like for the main big city because it has like regions, like issuing places and then regions. Right. They'll put a region instead of an issuing city. So you see the name in the book and you're like, oh, okay, this looks good. And I got a citation for that. That's for the like ID cards from Arstotska. Arstotska. Yeah. And like even when they bring in like the passport, the passport would have an issuing city 
as a region instead of an issuing city. Huh. I got nicked on that. You guys missed a great... Someone hands you a oh. bomb at some point. No way. Yeah. Someone's just like... Tell me about that. What I hate. I hate this country. Here's a bomb. And just hands you a bomb on your desk. Did you pop them? No, you don't pop them. She just... The person runs away. And your guard buddy... You guys didn't even meet the guard buddy. I'll get no, there. No, I met the guard buddy. Okay, He's you met like, your guard buddy. Hey, hey, I get a bonus for all the people you detain. No, another no, guard buddy. different guard buddy. He, you know how all your guards are green? Hmm. I or guess. like blue, they're, bluish, yeah. they're blue. They're this guy's green, so he's special, and you guys become friends. They're like teal. He, they're like teal. So he's a special color. Okay, and he just comes over, and he's like, uh, "There's a bomb on your desk," and he's like, "Oh, this one's root. This one's Sir really- Volda. Is that one? Yes, I okay. think so. Yeah, yeah. But he's just like, "This bomb sucks. Like, you can decode this in your sleep." And he's like, "Oh, just cut the wires. Cut them in order. Make sure you cut them in order." And the thing's ticking away. No way. Yeah, you guys miss so much good stuff. No, I'm gonna get there. I I'm might, gonna get there. I'm okay. definitely playing it again. Like, there's no way. I'm I not. feel like I'm gonna go back. Isaac hands you anthrax at one point. No. Yes. There's so what much do you stuff. Do with it? If you touch it, you die. So let, let's wow. say you're like shuffling your papers and you accidentally click on this area of anthrax, you die. Whoa. That's I don't know if you die right away, but yeah. like... I found it kind of difficult to keep my desk organized. Yeah. So there was one of the guards that comes through and said, hey, we don't really like how you're doing uh, so much for like assigning these jobs via a lottery here's an award that says for satisfactory duty or for you know sufficient duty yeah, yeah sufficiency he's like hang it on the wall for five days we'll come back and then you'll get a reward or something and i just put it on my side desk out of the view of the mm. because I, it was so tough to like keep that blocking the view i don't know about you guys did you guys find it difficult to manage the controls when you noticed a discrepancy to highlight the discrepancy the, yeah, so the game realized it. Was it. finicky a bit, but... I found that to be a little bit difficult at first, and it, I think a lot of it had to do with the fact that I was using a trackpad mm. on my on my MacBook Air. Yeah, I used a trackpoint on a Lenovo thing. I started right. to on my MacBook, but then I got a mouse. But I found that I feel the like size... feel like a mouse would be better. Um, it was, but I feel like, and this may just be me trying to save the game, but from a design perspective, I bet you he thought about it and said, like, these things are probably cramped. We should make the experience cramped for right. anyone that's trying to do this. You know what, though? It, it was originally built for the iPad. Really? Was it? Yeah, it was it built for the iPad. So there like, is an iPad version that's yeah. out. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's, like, the first version. If not, it was early on. Like, like touching was... So part of it. How, this game was developed by one guy, Lucas Pope. Yeah. How do you think he did that, Mo? Like, what are the things? He's, that, he's a stud. That like, I, I don't know, man. Like, I, so he did all the art. That's the, that's the biggest thing. So, for like, me, the art is like it's beautiful. I thought I think it's so well done. It's got great character. The storyline's great. It's like that's yeah, like just every little, every bit of it. There's little small bits in every part. It's like, uh, do you know if he's done any other games like this before, or is this his first debut so big game? I checked out his website, and he had done some other games. Yeah, nothing that was nearly as big or well received. Um, I know people are looking forward to the next game that Jacob mentioned earlier, Return of the Obra Dinn. Yeah. Or Oberdin, something, yeah. something along those lines. Is that his lines. next big title? I think it might be. Um, I saw some image of a similar art style with a black ship, but that might just be like a loading screen or something. I think it was. Okay. The game is like a first-person game. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. Completely different. And it, it's, I assume, something with a hunted ghost ship? I actually think there was a... There was a um, it's the 1800s. And there was the Oberdin as a ship that crashed. Mm-hmm. And I think what you actually have to do is go back in time and mystery solve how all 48 members of the crew died. So cool. Yeah. That sounds really it's fun. like in a book. Okay. So, Mo, 
What kind of like development tools would someone use to make something like this? Well, you can, for game development in general, I'm no expert, but uh, I, I looked it up pretty quickly. He used something called the OpenFL framework, and he the programming language, which I'd never heard of until I actually looked it up, was Hacks. Um, it says it's a high-level cross-platform, multi-paradigm programming language, and compiler. Um, don't have any back information on that because it's completely new to me, but it seems like he's just used his superhuman developer powers. <laughs> And made an awesome experience, which I'm excited to see what he does But next. his new game is using Unity, right? Does it not say that on his website? Oh. I think on his website it says, Oberdin, he's got a build you can yeah. play. Oh, really? The GDC Unity build, f- you can play it. Yeah, Unity I'm familiar with, but... Yeah, and I think he's using Unity 3D. I don't know if that makes... What, what's, it, what's the game called? Is Ober... Uh, if you just O-B-R-A-D-I-N-N. go to... O-B-R-A-D-I-N-N. Mm-hmm. If gotcha, you go to Lucas, yeah. Pope's, Lucas Pope's website, it's the first one that comes up. Yeah, no, I, I got a Return of the Oberdin by Cope. Um, so, okay. More tough, tough, uh, situations. Okay. Let's say someone came up, definitely had their passport, was a citizen, all of it lined up, but they didn't have their like entry ticket or their citizenship card or whatever. You guys are like, nope, not getting through. Well, uh, the one, the first situation with the, what's the guy's name? Charlie Charles. The guy Georgie Costava. Georgie Costava, that guy. Georgie Costava. How do you ever forget that so, name? No, Georgie Costava. So I was stuck on that. It's Georgie Costava. <laughs> yeah, no, I was stuck on him for a bit because he doesn't have anything, and you have to kind of select different things. Sure enough, um, I I, sol- I actually did not know exactly what to click to because he comes up with no papers, no documents, and I'm clicking everywhere. Nothing's happening. No inspection. Nothing. Sure enough, I jumped on Google. I'm like, no documents. What to do? And I saw a little like screenshot of click your booklet, click the table, and then you can interact with them. So I kind of got stuck whenever there's no documents or anything. Right. And mm-hmm. but then again, I'm only day four. I thought it was difficult at first to get into the habit of uh, knowing that like they didn't have a document, and then figuring out how to point out to the game that like mm-hmm. I know that they don't have this document. Mm-hmm. And then you have to remember to like pull out the book and then flip to that page and inspect that rule with the empty table in mm-hmm. front of them. Um, but I, those are all things that I think I picked up over time. Yeah. Jake, you must've got really good at that. The, well, there's so many layers that like you guys missed half the layers that were added at some point. They're like, um, there's a polio outbreak. So everyone that comes in now needs an immunization document. So on the huh. immunization document, those are separate in that. Like you have to look for polio. They're only valid for three years. Um, no immunizations, no good. What else? They end up changing and you can have diplomats that come in. I don't know if you got that. I did, yeah. Um, the diplomat. There's also um, the um, refugee status, people that want to be refugees in the country. Right. They have special paperwork. Uh, at one point, they end up taking, because there's like six documents at one point, they take them all and they combine them into one document. So if you have any of the old documents, they don't work. Oh no. So it just like layers and layers. More and, more and at one point they're like anyone from this country, don't let them in. And then, like I said, anyone from art stock, art they start by saying anyone from the Alton district, take their passports and don't give a reason. And then they're like, actually anyone from Astotska take their passport and don't give them a reason. Um, just give them a slip of paper that says, just call this number. Just I, call this number. I have a question. Cause you guys went way farther than me. Um, how would you handle like, processing multiple passports once you get super advanced like that you only have to you might go through three passports a day then i'm assuming or is it just you on rapid fire like scanning 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 and you still can maintain that 10 passport per day average i think i was always between like eight and 12 i think i fit in that same thing yeah because my second playthrough yeah i was like flying <laughs> but yeah i'm just like if it gets really really complicated i'm assuming it's just that you're locked in that zone is that how you guys 
Yeah, I, I got really good at quickly skimming a whole bunch of information, mm-hmm. uh, knowing to look at the um, essentially whatever the visa was that accompanied the passport, where you got to see how long, what their purpose of the visit was, how long they were going to be in the country, all of that. Um, I got really good at doing a quick view, matching that up with the passport, then comparing that to any other additional documents, checking weight very quickly. And then if most of it uh, you know, matched up, I just throw them all back at the guy. Mm-hmm. Every once in a while, I'd miss something very obvious that you require some like serious detail like, okay, all of the information on their passport was perfect except it was a man and it said female. Mm-hmm. Or everything was perfect except the photos didn't match up. Mm. And you know what? Like, I'm going to make some mistakes. Or you get the fingerprint where they're like, hey, I didn't understand at first. You actually oh, okay. had to look at the fingerprint and be like, same. take the, the on record version of their thing that gets printed right. and then match them up. I'm like, yeah. this is fine. I got the fingerprints. They're good. Same. <laughs> I, I got a citation for that because I was like, okay, I, I got the prints. Send them through. Fingerprints I got down. No problem. Mm-hmm. It was like other stuff that was like way more obvious that I ended up just overlooking. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So. I really enjoyed my playthrough of this game. Mm-hmm. Solid game, solid. Yeah, I liked it. Even yeah, though, no. even though you didn't get to the gun part. No, that's the thing. Like, I'm even after like hearing all that stuff that you guys spoiled with bunny ears. I guess um, I'm still gonna be playing it again, probably again. I, I guaranteed another two times, just to see another two. Because right now, if I finish it again, it's gonna be an actual playthrough. It's not gonna be the four day dying and. F- freezing my family and mm-hmm. <laughs> so everyone my, dying in the cold yeah. with no heat. So my next one will be like probably an actual solid playthrough, and I still want to like knock it out because I enjoyed it, mm-hmm. and I'm probably gonna do it again just to see one more at least. Jake, what other like big things did maybe we miss? Um, so you know, if you let Isik in the country, you start to see the newspaper will change. I loved yeah. seeing the different headlines the and seeing cool. like and the Isik stamp will end up on anything that they had a like your copy of the paper. There'll be an Isik stamp that says basically we did this oh interesting the metro blew i saw up. that stamp i didn't realize that's what it was we did it because you let our agent in interesting cool yeah so yeah there was the bomb there was the anthrax uh the decoder you talked about um your buddy so here's a heartbreaking one so your special guard who's delineated in a special color around like the midpoint of the mm-hmm. game he's like he gives you a locket at one point and he says my girlfriend i'm telling you straight up she doesn't have her paperwork but she's my girlfriend, and I want her to live with me. So when you see her, here's this locket. Let her in the country. Just let her in. And what happened to me, which is heartbreaking, is there's an attack on the actual station, and he dies. No, Before man. his girlfriend comes in the country. And then she stops by. And she stops by. She's like, oh, no. How does it go? Yeah, she doesn't have her paperwork, but he's, he's dead. So of course, like I'm gonna save myself the citation. I'm gonna just keep her out of the country. She even, just yeah, she doesn't yeah. need to know that he died at my. Even if he was alive, yo, bye. yeah, yeah, <laughs> bye, lady. I need to feed my family. Yeah, and it's you got probably lock it. more humane than like, hey, the person you loved is dead. Mm-hmm. It's probably easier, I think, mm-hmm. to get get around the the feeling of like, yeah, there's a border separating us. You also get a most wanted list at one point. Where they're like, here's this doc in the paper. They're like, here are the top three most wanted. Or you're like, I love that. I love that. That Mm -hmm. was so, I got, I found that was so much fun. Yeah. Cause you're like, oh, I've seen this face before. Yeah. 
I seen your stupid face. Yeah. Guess what? Go to jail. And I think I think your character says, you look familiar. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. I have no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I but can neither confirm nor deny yeah. that I am in that paper in front of you. But what's cool about that is there's a subplot where there's a guy who's most wanted and a guy comes in the day before and is like, there's this guy. He killed my daughter. Here's a picture of him. Whoa. If he comes in, I want you to confiscate his passport so I can take the passport, find out where he lives, and go take care of him. Mm. Crazy. Yeah. It's just the amount of subplots in What'd this you do? game. What did you do? I think what I did is I just, I actually detained him, but I didn't keep his, but I didn't keep the passport for the guy. Mm. So he was all like, now I have to find him myself. Why did you do that? But like, save myself the citation. <laughs> Five credits from my family. Right. Your niece comes too. Like you get a niece. Yeah, they're like, oh, hey, your no. niche, your niche is coming. Could you want to pay a hundred credits to take your niche in, and then you have a, a you can have a sixth member of your family. Oh, because there's five. There's you and four members of your family. You can have a fifth, which is your niece. So more malice to feed. That doesn't sound good. No, it's not. It stinks. I can barely take like care of my family yeah, as it is. Exactly. Yeah, Mo, Mo just doesn't even know. Like, there's, I just he, want to play this game again, man. I want, <laughs> I want to catch up to you guys. I got six endings. Jeez. Six, yeah, six, not five. I just looked six endings. Yeah, and also there's there's tokens too, which are the achievements. I right? got some of those tokens. I didn't know what they were for. I thought it was because I did Ezek stuff. Uh, any of the some of the subplots are tied. As if you f- do the whole subplot, you get the token. Gotcha. Whoa. I think mm-hmm. I had three tokens. Mm-hmm. I think I had four. I've well, had zero. Fancy. Yeah, I just had to be better than I you. That's all it is. Single one, guys. Um. So I, I think that kind of covers the game. I, I really enjoyed it. I I'm really happy that. So the way we did this, we put it on Twitter and said, "Hey, what do you guys want to play?" I chose Virginia. What did you choose, Mo? Grow home. You choose grow home. Chose yeah, grow home. Grow home. And then you chose papers, please, yeah. Michael. And then the people were on our side. Overwhelmingly on our side. You know why? It's because they're Team Luigi. Don't. How, how do you? Why? I just need to remind you that Luigi is the superior brother. He is correct. No. No. Jacob. So yeah, so people people saw that Papers Please was the best of the three options and then voted accordingly. They did. Uh, and I'm really glad that they chose So am I. They chose Papers Please cuz I had a ton of fun playing it. It was on my list. It's yeah. a game I recommended. How would you feel if uh, one of our listeners had a question to ask us about the game? I would love to handle that. Okay, this is from Little Champion Man on Twitter. Uh, I put out a ask for questions, and he said, this is a brilliant game for some very unusual reasons. In a world where games like Papers, Please exist, how important is fun in gaming? That's some question. It's, it's a real question. I think we kind of like addressed some of that in our discussion with Gone Home, mm-hmm. because Gone Home isn't a fun game, but it's definitely, I think, an important game. Mm-hmm. I, I, you know... This game doesn't, I think, strike most people as fun. It's one of the reasons why I stopped playing it the first time. Um, but it's definitely important. Mm-hmm. It definitely makes you think about the world in a different way. And uh, I think it develops a greater sense of empathy. Because especially in the current political climate, where immigration around the world is such a big issue, um, it's easy to forget that in a lot of these cases, these are people like you or I. Yeah, no, I think fun is relative. So, like... Some people think something's fun, something don't. Like I hate Gone Home. I think it's there's no it wasn't fun at all. It was a great story. I enjoyed that part, but I didn't have fun playing it. It was same thing with like Super Mario Sunshine. Sorry, Did you Super have fun Mario with Dark this game? game. I had a ton of fun. Really, but it's just I don't know. It's just it's I don't maybe there's a challenge. It was just 
everything every time you got someone new there's a different situation like in in terms of games in general like my favorite genre of games is real-time strategy like command and conquer series some people think that's the most boring really thing do. i love command and conquer if i pull out my steam that's like the most hours i've put into a game is the command and conquer series in general um i love those types of games some people think they're mundane repetitive and you're not doing anything but that's fun to me so i think fun is important but it's impossible to say, hey, here's a game. This is objectively fun. Fair enough. Some people like to build ships and bottles. Like, I think variety is the spice of life. Right. Like, I, I personally play more of these kind of single player, I hate to call them story games, but like I, I usually play games for story, but that's coming from a guy who's played 130 hours of PUBG this year. <laughs> <laughs> like That game is just pure fun. So I think if I'm answering Little Champion Man's question, it's like, I think fun when you think of like other mediums, there's a, always a variety of different movies or mm-hmm. music for different tastes. And I think that games are no different in that there are different experiences, mm-hmm. whether they're short or long, whether they're single player, or multiplayer, or whether the focus is on story or on right. the gameplay. Yeah. You'll have best foreign language film at the Oscars and you'll have the Avengers each summer. Mm-hmm. You know, there's uh there's different things that people like. They're both great. Mm-hmm. Uh, any other points on little champion man's question? And I think that that was the kind of the big question that I wanted to ask you guys. Uh, we have other questions, but they aren't serious at all. So, yeah. I'm so glad we played this. Yeah. One last thing. If you guys are listening to this, I'd say get this game. Give it a shot. I can't emphasize that enough. It's so cool. And it doesn't look like it. And if you're looking at it saying, <laughs> I'm not going to play this type of game, you're pretty much me a couple weeks ago. Get this game. Play it. The Mo Army. <laughs> the Mo Army. We are strong. We are one. <laughs> Do we want to talk about kind of our, our next plans for the podcast? I think we should go for it. Jake, you want to? Uh, n- I would never choose this game. So why don't why don't you go okay. ahead and tell, so tell everyone what we're doing? Despite Jacob McCourt's intense dislike Both for the names next in game there. that we're playing. Uh, the next game that we're choosing to play, or by we, I mean I, uh, is... Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. That was really good. Thanks. Um, I'm really excited to play this. We're going to have a special guest for the podcast. Um, it's one of those Zelda games that I played quite a bit of. Spent a lot of time sailing around those seas, but never finished. And I'm really excited to see the end because I thought it was uh, one of the most unique Zelda games. Uh, one of the most unique games to come along in a very like established franchise. And clearly, Toon Link has become a thing since that game. Mm-hmm. So it'd be great to see where it all started and why people are so excited about it. I'm excited. Would you call him Zelda ever? No. Okay. Because he's not Zelda. Would you call this game The Legend of Zelda? I wouldn't. Okay. This, that, ne- this needs to be explained. What is this? Because it's cell shading. So yeah. did you remember the big controversy around this game? Nope. Like, so back when they were announcing the Dolphin... No. The, yeah, the Project dolphin. dolphin. Project Dolphin. They showed a video at E3 2005, I think, where they're like, hey, here's this new Legend of Zelda. Was it Dolphin or was it Evolution? I think it Revolution was Wii. Uh, right, no, but Evolution, I think, might have been the GameCube. Maybe. Okay. You know a cool trick to figure it out? Internet? No. The serial numbers, and I don't know why I know this, but the serial numbers on every Nintendo system, the first three letters are the system's code name. Interesting. So if you look at a Wii, I believe if you look at it, which we actually have a Wii box here, look at that. the serial number is REV or the first three so digits. So cool. That's, that's a hot tip. That's hot a hot tip. Hot tip. <laughs> so next game, Legend of Zelda Wind Waker. 
play it along, play along with us. Um, send, send along any questions you might have. And before we go, I just need to ask each and every one of you to rate us on iTunes. It's one of the most important things you can do. Helps us bump up those charts. We made it in the top 100 in Denmark. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Denmark. No, right. All our Danish listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, shout out to all the Danes. Uh, we love you. Mm-hmm. You're um, great Danes. And if you from your country of origin want to get a shout out, help us get to the top 100 in iTunes of, uh, of your respective country. Mm-hmm. Rate us on iTunes. Give us five because quite frankly, I don't think we deserve anything less. Shout out. Mo, what do you think? Do it up. Do it up. What about you, Jacob? My name is Angry Alvin, and I think your show isn't good, and I I think it deserves two stars. Which where should I put my stars? I don't. Where do I put them? Right up that. Mm, um, yeah. So <laughs> you'll have to explain, sir. Where where's the? So, mm. <laughs> so what I think you should do, Angry Alvin, is you should reach out to us on Twitter. You should go to our website, send us an email, reach out any way that you can and let us know why you think it deserves two stars and see if there's some way that we can you know maybe make it better we're always looking for feedback we're always looking for some criticism but if you think it's worth five stars not four stars but five stars just give us a review on itunes it's one of the best things you can do great that was surprisingly helpful i'm only three star angry now i'm sorry i couldn't i'm sorry i couldn't change that maybe next time okay cool that's it yeah that's it where can people find you on the internet, Michael Rufalo? You can Rufalo? find me at Rufalo M or MichaelRufalo.com. Mo? At M. Murtati, guys. And you can find me at Jacob McCord on all things. And that's our show. That's our show. Mm-hmm. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Did you check the box? Did it's it? been fun. It did. It did say RVL. So oh, RVL. I was yeah, close. Revolution. Revolution. Very cool. Yeah. All right. Georgie's going to create a revolution in his country. Georgie Costava. Georgie Costava. The best. The best. It reminds me of George Costanza. <laughs> is he the Eastern European version of George Costanza? Maybe he is. <laughs> is he going to start complaining about... It's like three degrees of separation away from Larry David. <laughs> he's going to start sleeping on the floor at work or pretend like he's busy all the time. He's like, look at me, guys. I'm so busy bringing drugs across the board. hugs. <laughs> oh, Seinfeld. I've never watched Seinfeld, really. You should. I probably should. Anyways. That's the show. That's the show. Namaste. Well, it's time to go. Yeah, bye. But nah, I'm going to stay here. Oh, you did it. You did it. You did it. Do 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 do